0: hi everyone this is Alex C Talander aka Virgil of the me and Virgil or Genesis brothers podcast and with me is
1: it's me uh, known as me aka Daniel <laughs> aka me so the other me <laughs> half of me and Virgil yes well, special special random spontaneous call we're doing today just a very quick one for you all uh because uh for those of you who surely you are aware of this but lovely pd gabriel has been on tour this entire year Mm -hmm. his first tour since his i guess his back to front tour which came out for the so anniversary i guess for
0: his stuff he totally did this tour tour with sting a few years ago too Uh, for his own stuff that's also true that's
1: for his own stuff yes and we were kind of uh, curious about it because uh, I got to see Lovely Peter back in May uh, in Berlin, kind of pretty much at the kind of at the start of his tour, and only just recently, uh, dear
0: Alex, a. four a. days Roger, ago, here, last Wednesday. <laughs> I only just saw him last. Today's Wednesday? Sunday. We oh, saw. I saw him Wednesday. Put it this way, Panopticon Whoa. has been playing in my head every day since then, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay okay so instantly
1: i wanted to like find out what he thought of it but i just thought you know what before i actually get the answer from him let's jump on a call let's mm-hmm. share this uh with everyone with all you brother to brother listening watching yes me and, <laughs> and the, let's just <laughs> yeah we thought let's share our let's share our thoughts uh over a call so you all get to hear well, things right all fresh and, yeah you know, um
0: i'm trying sure to remember the last thing show. I've, I've, been, I've seen some um, Australian Pink Floyd gigs, which are always fantastic. Um, and I feel like the last big gig was would have been the Phil Collins Not Dead Yet tour in 2017, I think it was. So it's been a while since mm-hmm. I've been to a big show, obviously, because a few things have happened since then. <laughs> Just a few little things, yeah. <laughs> world-changing things, that's all. Um, so this was amazing. This concert was fantastic. I think it... It's definitely up there with one of the best concerts I've ever seen and experienced, right. if not the best. I think. Um, Whoa! For the whole package, just for I mean, the music, the the sound quality, the sound power of it, the. Art and display and lights and everything that went into it. Clearly, just so much work went into it that I didn't feel like I was just going to a concert. I felt like I was going to a show, and I was getting a full performance from a band and a crew and everyone putting this amazing thing together that was just spectacular. In a a fantastic. Fantastic. How did you feel? And
1: what? <laughs> well, this is actually the first question I wanted to address because I have lots of questions. Uh, first of all, it was an indoor venue for you, yes? Yes. Okay and okay before we carry on we should probably mention to those of you who have interest to see any footage of this whether in the flesh or on youtube or anything spoiler alert people massive spoiler alert for this okay because we're going to be talking about songs yes, and of setups yes. yes. specific and everything yes. so those of you who are intrigued to see what the shows are still like via youtube or if you still plan on getting tickets to go and see them live mm-hmm. be aware we're going to be talking about this including songs
0: so, spoiler alert, so how many more. he hasn't got too many shows left does he
1: to be honest, I have no idea, but I guess not. He's been on he's been on the this uh, North American tour now for a while
0: and that kind well, of started I happen to be August wearing my tour shirt I purchased at the gig so we can look on the back oh, if you want I know he did okay. um, LA on Friday and I feel like he only had a few mm. like Texas I think I didn't actually look but he only has a few more to go so okay but again right. YouTube has everything on there I mean literally I was shocked to see about a day or two after I went to the show someone had put up a complete yep. video from their phone of the show so <laughs> everything's right. up there right. I've intentionally stayed I know that's been going up all year but I've intentionally stayed spoiler free sort of thing you know hearing i mean obviously there's some stuff you know is going to get played but just trying to keep myself fresh and stuff so i was Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. while i was really happy with the whole show just because um his first four albums while there are certain songs i like off of them for the most part i don't listen to those albums ever it's only so and onwards that i do and so i was really happy to be like oh good i know all these songs except for the brand new ones that we haven't got to we haven't heard yet but we'll get to that as we get to it Um, but yeah just it really felt like because I've never seen Pitygate before you've seen him before but I hadn't seen him before and it was really impressive just to see and be like okay now I see this piece of the Genesis puzzle that was going from 1970 to 74 of oh, here's the other little part that we don't get to see as much anymore with later Genesis stuff, but I could see what an important part Peter was in not just obviously with the singing and the songwriting and stuff, but with, like, I loved that he told little stories pretty much in between every song. And Mm -hmm. some of them were, Mm -hmm. like, little, like, heartfelt, thoughtful things about the world and about how things are and stuff, which was fantastic. He had a good, you know, liberal crowd on his side, so that wasn't a big issue. Um, But also just little ditties and things like that, little bits of stories and things he was telling that really didn't necessarily have anything to do with the song. But again, he's a storyteller, and it showed, because we've seen all the footage from earlier Genesis stuff and how big a thing that was with him. Obviously, earlier on, it was when he was, you know, they were tuning the instruments and he needed to fill time. But it was still a part of his show, which was very cool to see. And then just with the lights, the way the screens were done, um, it felt very, like, modern or even futuristic technology being used that was, like, you know... State Mm. of the Art, which has always been the case with Genesis, but really with this one, just with how the art was used. He's done a particular piece of art for each song he's released and how that was all incorporated and used and everything. It was just, like, amazing. Well, I mean, this is a
1: guy who always was trying to get his hands on the latest technology, especially for his
0: records. And so, no doubt, he wasn't going to skip that for any of his live shows. And and again, I've seen videos of the Secret World Live stuff, and again, he Mm. put a lot into that, and then Mm. also the... The Growing Up Tour, which was just like insane, with the guys hanging from strings yeah. and being on the ceiling and all, that, you know, all this stuff. It's like it's always been a big part of it, but I haven't, haven't never actually been to one before. It was like incredible to be there and be like, "You're a real right. artist," you know, art in every sense of the word. You know, you're not just doing music; you're making art here in a new way <laughs> and doing something different that no one's ever done. It's true, and I it hadn't, it hadn't really occurred to me that, of course,
1: this was your first time seeing Peter Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, as you mentioned, I saw him, I saw him on the Up Tour in two mm-hmm. uh, thousand eight when I was still living in London. And that was at Wembley Arena. It was the circular stage as well. So whether he was like cycling around doing Salisbury Hill or rolling around
0: in In the big
1: big ball, or walking upside down with his daughter, uh, it was pretty spectacular so just thinking like how he's going to top that i see um if i can be honest uh, (laughs) well yeah if i could be honest um Mm -hmm. there was just one major unfortunate thing with the performance that we saw him on Mm -hmm. now fair enough it was early on in the tour and as we all know with many bands on tours and phil happily admits this as well that for genesis it takes him like a good three weeks to really
0: well, he really even said on this one up. that he still feels they're changing stuff each day but he feels at this point now they've got it pretty much solid you know towards the end of the tour when yeah, they're about to be done
1: <laughs> this is going to be this is going to be coming to my questions which i'm going to refer which i'm going to address to you as well I mean, regarding certain set list yeah yeah major changes that i've heard as well so the thing is with me, i saw him at well i felt very special about this because i saw him in berlin mm-hmm. at the waldbrunner which is where phil did his? Well, I'm sure he's been there many times, but his Sirius tour, the Sirius hits live uh, concert that was put onto, as far as I think it's on DVD as well. I know it was yeah, on. Yeah, it, it is BHS on DVD. That yeah, that he did in that ni- 1990. That iconic one. Yep. Phil. That was this. That was the same stage. So I, we got mm-hmm. that videotape when we were like 10 and 12, whatever. Whenever it came yeah. out, of course. Uh, well, it come, we would have we would have been later on because the tour was 1990 the serious tour and we Put it this got way. we can each play it
0: we can each play it in our heads at any point if we want to yeah start to finish yeah. <laughs> it was one of those it was one
1: of those ones like the infamous genesis network yeah. tape we can play that yep. play that to death and i remember thinking like that is an amazing stage what a beautiful mm-hmm. stage it's literally in front of the forest and then finding out that peter gabriel is going to be playing there this year for that so i thought well, i gotta go and see him yeah plus was berlin it's closer to me and mm-hmm. waldbrunner literally means forest stage so and it literally is that. So when oh, I got oh, cool. there, Fire, was, cool. the setup was amazing. Two unusual things though: he started half an hour early, and there was no oh, indication wow. of that whatsoever. I don't know what <laughs> what happened there. I got there at seven o'clock, and I thought, good, I got half an hour. Uh, wow. I go grab a beer or whatever. And next thing I see, you got you had the yellow tech men, of course, like you did yep. on, the, on the up tour. They're in yellow. or I saw. Uh, maybe orange actually yeah okay and, they're all and in then, orange then, uh, jumpsuits and I, then I heard yeah. like a little applause and someone speaking German and I just thought oh okay so it's maybe the announcer for the, 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 the support band but then suddenly I'm hearing this guy speaking in German I'm like that sounds, sounds like Peter and I thought oh, I remember <laughs> the up tour Peter came on, he had two support bands for the Up tour and, and including the Blind Boys of Alabama. And oh! For, every time the support band was about to go on, Peter he himself would come on stage and introduce the support band, mm. which I thought was amazing. So I thought that's what he was doing, but it's like, oh, no, he's, this is actually him starting the show. This is his show starting. It's like, oh,
0: Peter, yay! Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> and then I saw from footage that the show begins with the the bunch of the band sitting around a fireplace. Mm-hmm. So first of all, I wanted to know if that was how the show started. So beginning. yes,
0: he did the same thing, um, and I was really—I mean, was it dark enough when you started the show too? It was well, May, that's the so thing. No, was the show. No, the no. And that was the also was the critique did... for the um, the Bud Seriously show. I always thought too, where they started it off with hand in hand, and it's like it's so light out, you can barely see the lights yet or anything. Yeah.
1: You know, you lose an effect. Well, this was back in this was back in May where the Lighting didn't drop until well, it did right. not really get dark until when you're halfway at the height of through summer, kind of. Yeah, set. right, yep. The halfway wow. through his second set, that's when the lighting wow. really kicked in. So, you really had a different, so lesser experience. Yeah, the whole fireplace experience there was a bunch of fake wood in the middle there, but that was it, that's all you saw. And there's just a the fire around the stage, and it's kind of like, oh, okay, fine. You saw like you know, you saw the screens and some lighting taking place, but it, it didn't really take effect until. The st- until the daylight went away, finally.
0: Wow. Yeah, I don't know because it's hard because you got to do shows, and for the most part, it's outdoor stuff in Europe. So you got to, you know, you yeah, do what you can with what and, you got. And, and, but I've, yeah, that's definitely a critique. Yeah.
1: And everyone was asking, like, everyone was going around asking, like, what did your ticket say? It says, yep, mine says 7:30. Yeah, mine too. It's like,
0: wow. Well, it's well like, mine was, there 8 was 8:00. There was no o'clock. indication why it came and, on half an early. So. And do they have? Well, you never even saw. So up to before the start of the show, they have this little. Uh, um, and we can post a picture of it, of this guy. It's on Mm -hmm. the screen, the main round screen there, of this guy who's like on the other side of the clock and he keeps drawing in the time with a paintbrush. And so he kept counting down then about 8 o'clock and then it started at uh, about 8.04. I think the show started. I thought it was going to start about 8.20. Generally, when we've gone to shows, Usually about fifteen twenty minutes they give people just to really come and mm. arrive and stuff. But he started right, about eight oh five right. on the you know pretty much earlier on, which was faster than okay, expected. Cool. But he started it with talking about the Earth and then about um, meteors and meteorites and stuff. And then he had this star mm. fall down basically from the top of the stage into his hand. Whoa. And, wow. and it, was, it was obviously just a thing on a string. He was holding it. And of course, because it was indoor, it was totally dark. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Of course. And then he yeah. put it, he used it to light the fire, basically, that he was talking about, a little fireplace there. Wow. And then he sat down with this, like, lap keyboard, you know, that's about three feet long or something. Yep. yep. And then yep. Tony Levin came out, and then they did um, uh, washing of the water, which was beautiful. Right and then um, as it started getting close, and if you know the bridge of that song it's this big kind of beautiful explosion of sound and that's when the rest of the band came out and then they did that together and then they did um, growing up but still on still on, as the still in setup, a circle around you? the fire basically yeah as that community feel but I was looking up the set list early just to see if there was any differences with our shows and it looks like you got Here Comes the Flood in Deutsch yes uh,
1: in Deutsch we got Here Comes the Flood yes which he had to do he had to do of yeah. course and he, he's done it before that November. way hasn't
0: he he has done it before yeah. that way,
1: yeah, and he has mm-hmm. opened up uh, for the um, for the up tour. Actually, what I saw mm-hmm. him in, he opened up okay. for that one as well. Mm-hmm. So, so I thought was, that was quite amusing. And um, then he did an acoustic version with the fireplace still of uh, "Growing Up," I yeah. believe. So, which uh, sounded great with all I, the I, I singers and everything. I, mean, I was not, trying to work not, out
0: because he inter- and then he introduced everyone too. Um, each of the band so. of his, and yeah, I was I trying to work so, out because yeah. Manu Kachi's there and I was like but I don't see a drum kit and it took me a while to study him to see that he had pads on his lap that he was hitting and stuff yeah yeah. and that was quite that was quite um, He had a really good sound Exciting that, moment it? because
1: yeah I, I was quite an exciting moment because obviously I've been a massive fan of Manu Kachi mm-hmm. since Peter Gable and then of course watching him through playing with people like Sting and those like mm-hmm. that so I've been a massive fan of his so it was an honor because obviously on the Up Tour he had Jed Lynch you know another right, fantastic drummer right. percussionist so this was my first time seeing Manakache and, I and just he has such funny. a unique in, in, in style about him. Sort. just like
0: Bill Bruford it's like that's totally. Manakache there's no one else like him. <laughs> totally totally
1: yeah so and I haven't really gone through the set list anymore to check it out what the recent updates have been I only just heard about that he did washing over water and I thought oh man there was no sign of that whatsoever <laughs> but of course if we now can just jump to the now the later material uh, the, the the present material because uh, I looked through the four. rest
0: of the list and it seemed like it was pretty much the same, I thought.
1: I believe so. Well, this, yeah. is what I, this is what I wanted to address as well because obviously, you know, between that show and the show you just saw, obviously there have been way more full moon releases since then. Uh-huh, and right. And so you got to then hear a lot more of the original tunes before seeing them live. Right. So Because up until then, that was in May... So we only had then, I think the latest one then was probably four kinds of horses, Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. But then during that show, he did things like Olive Tree. And I have to say, when he, he did Olive Tree and Road to Joy. That's right. And those two songs, I thought, man, please let those be any one of those be the next ones to release. And I think it was Road to Joy Mm -hmm. afterwards that came out. And I thought, fantastic. But when he played Olive Tree, I thought, man, that's going to be such a awesome (laughs) tune to have. I was so. I know. I honestly,
0: after it all and stuff, I felt kind of sorry for you because you got a very different experience. And this is my Mm. critique, even though it was possibly the best show I've ever seen. This is my critique of it. Of how he has released these songs and he said um, I think it was in the latest uh, video he did for This Is Home um, talked about how much Mm. he liked this unusual style of release and he says I might do it for the next thing which was also like mm. oh interesting and also there's gotta be more cool which yeah. again if you we want a little con- into that too I mean he sounded fantastic not as good as he right. sounded on record obviously because they arrested and stuff there and he was being you know for a 70 what is he 72 year old guy he was running around the stage and doing all this stuff and doing just fantastic yeah, yeah. um so and at times he did say i could hear a little bit in the voice of just like yeah you're because you're working here non-stop and stuff but yeah it was it was fantastic how good he sounded and i feel like he could do a lot more mm-hmm. if he wants to hopefully it won't he, take another 10 years to do another album and do it quicker but we'll it, see. he still had his classic pg dance
1: swagger oh. about him too that but, uh, has, that but, uh, I mean, i've heard it joked
0: about on um, on tabletop genesis um Stacy when I should comment on this that he's like it's his bad white guy dancing which is very true. Now it feels more like it's an old man dancing and it makes it okay, I feel <laughs> I, I love as well with that with yeah good with the tabletop guys,
1: especially <laughs> with Stacy where she says Please don't let him do that sledgehammer dance where he, David Rose, and Tony level will line up and oh, yeah, yeah, their legs. And when he did that on this tour, I thought, man, I hope Stacey doesn't get to watch this because she's gonna cringe. Well like she did. Crazy. She saw him,
0: I'm pretty sure she saw him in Philadelphia, so I hope she wasn't in the front row or whatever. It's going on. And they might no, even be on the new they might be on the new i doubt it though on the new tabletop genesis episode on the tour which they're going to release any day now oh no Um, No yeah so yes that was my critique kind of overall this thing um the show as a whole was fantastic but the the Mm -hmm. way he's released these songs it's been fun and interesting i still think he should have made the album available in january for purchase for people um for people like you who only got to hear what three songs three of the new songs Three or three or four of the new songs, yeah. So right. Oh, he did all of them. He did all. And generally, all of them at that point. you can yeah. look at tours, and and generally, the rule of thumb would be, oh, they're probably going to do four, five, maybe even six new songs off the new album, and mm. then everything else will be your good classics and stuff like that. That's pretty much even for Genesis. That's been what you would expect and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And then, like, you might be crazy and say, well, maybe half and half. And no, he played eleven new songs. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it,
1: again, it, it took me some. Uh, the one called, uh, um, uh, what's it called? With, uh, Love.
0: Um. Oh, I know what you mean. Love is, Love yes. Can Heal?
1: Yes. It, it took me some time before I was, I was halfway through listening to the release of hmm. that. Then I was like, hold on a minute. I remember singing this during the concert. <laughs> it took me some time to work out what he was actually saying. Uh-huh. Love Can Heal. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, and I, I, it was a beautiful piece. Now that he and, did with that, that one whole weird,
0: to, weird oh. screen that came down, right? And then he was like painting with the weird little paintbrush thing,
1: right? No, I don't know if he did that with the Berlin.
0: Oh no. my god! <laughs> this, this could have been. Okay, maybe that's different. Then. Did. That's so what I'm he saying. had. He, this is- um, it was at the start of the second set, and he had this mm. weird and it was like a narrow rectangular band of plastic. It looked like a really long shower curtain that came down onto the stage. It looked about maybe ten feet tall. It was all looking plastic-looking mm. with panels, and then he did. Um, what's the first song off of Up? Is it the Drop? Uh, Darkness. Darkness, that's the one. So he did that first. And he had these panels that had lights broadcast on them, and you only saw his shadow, and he wore his hat for that. And he did this creepy thing where you talked about the monster and stuff, and he would actually move. He technically, because because of the way the light was shining on it, he would move further back, which would make him grow like a monster and make him look really sinister and stuff. Oh, So he did that one, and then they did Love Can Heal for the second song using this thing, and it basically projected rainfall... Very light, like falling water, like slowly dri- dribbling down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he had um, this like wand that would project a light onto it, almost like he was painting with it. And it would basically bl- spread of- out as like a spreading paint thing. And they could choose whatever color they wanted. So it was like Man. blue, blue water. And then he would do well. Here's the thing. You can look on. I'll to show you on YouTube with the link. Um, yeah. But he would do like a heart, and it would show this growing heart and stuff. It was really again. This maybe this is updates that they've done basically between the legs of each tool. No and, doubt, no doubt. And again, this stuff. is
1: PG keeping up with the latest technology. Exactly. Like, By the yeah. way, people, this is what you can do now. You know. Yes. <laughs> well, again, this is part of can the. Can I ask you? I'm sorry, so it really about, sounds like you, about, you
0: got a different experience then. Um,
1: can I ask? Did he talk about Did he talk about Road to Joy at all before that song began?
0: I don't remember.
1: Probably, but I don't remember what he said. (laughs) Because it was a bit confusing because he didn't didn't with us, you see. And of course, I don't know if he he had with you. I'm not going to gesture it, but On the Road to Joy, which the song is about saying, like, you know, um, screw you, death. And (laughs) that on the screen is a massive... Mm -hmm giving it oh, a middle finger gesture
0: yes the, the golden middle finger thing it was yeah yes, it was like a golden yes. hand that's twisted uh, around yeah yeah
1: well that's the thing he didn't he didn't talk about that song you see the song just began he said what it was called and then mm. all of us are suddenly getting this middle finger just towards us and we're all thinking like what's He's flipping song us off about? and then of course he starts early and then he the flips next, us off next, yeah and of course that was the next full moon release and then he said mm-hmm. like oh it's basically like this a
0: big I you to, to death
1: oh, oh now I get it thank you for right. clearing that up so yeah definitely that's was my still, critique was of, that, of, of how he's
0: done this I really felt like it's fine if you want to release a song month to month but um mm. he really should have made that album available for people who wanted it at the beginning of the year I think um because he did two new songs which I hadn't heard before and still okay. and um live and let live um mm. and okay. um I didn't know them all I know all the other ones and it really felt like well and especially Live and Let Live it was one where they had I don't know if he did I think he did that one for yours again I don't know if you remember because it was all so much new stuff it was hard to remember but um, what he did with us it was a lot of like and he had some footage of the crowd broadcast on the screens and stuff and it's like you want us to get into this but no one knows the bloody song so you've (laughs) kind of made a mistake here I've got to say as cool as this song is and and it's all about the song's all about you know Letting bygones be bygones, moving past, giving forgiveness and, and grace and stuff like that, which is a cool sentiment. I mean, he opened it with talking about Nelson Mandela. And then it's like, well, we don't know the song, so we can't get into it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my critique. Well, that, was, that was just two songs I didn't know. I feel so sorry for you. Right. You know, so many more you didn't know. And that was the sense I got with the crowd. They were generally a crowd that were... Um, I was on the younger side, put it that way, I feel. There were definitely some okay. younger people than me, okay. but not that many. Um, but it felt like I knew all the new songs because I'd spent the last two days listening to the, what have we got? Eight, new, nine new songs that, we've, that have been released that I've gotten to mm-hmm. enjoy um, and listening to them over and over so I had them all fresh in my head. Um, so I really got to enjoy those new songs, but I didn't feel like the crowd was, at least around me, was as much into it. I don't know if it was because they're right. just... Richer old people who just buy tickets to anything and come always, or if there were that. You know, I was on the floors. So they were a little more expensive tickets but um, they sure. didn't seem as into it I felt I was the only one singing along because I do it <laughs> and they were all okay. just quiet until they okay. did like oh red rain okay we all know that one that one we can go to your <laughs> yes you know <laughs> yeah yeah. I think we
1: got that impression a little bit I think I only saw like a few faces that were mm-hmm. singing along to some of the rarer tracks and we would like make eye contact and like yes we know these ones <laughs> we know these ones you know so I even I mean, got I even got pulled sense off by a guy of, um,
0: to be quiet while singing of what it must have been like being of those first shows of the lamb when the album <laughs> released and you're like well, i wanted what to address this it. i mean it
1: could have been worse we could have had a whole album being played which we never double, knew about double thinking, what the hell is this so Concept it's just two album, songs man. so just take yeah. that it's fine but, <laughs> but just fun.
0: those two songs really bug me so i can't imagine how it must have been for earlier audiences that didn't <laughs> know it and stuff and um so now that i've talked about the negative what's the other thing i thought about okay so yeah how familiar with have you ever heard this is home quite a bit now To be honest, I've not had a chance to listen to it yet. Okay. I want you to. We should do a a thing on it. um, Well, I did a a TikTok on it. You should check out and then respond to it if you want to do that. Because it has this beautiful chorus about um, one little harmony thing of um, this is home, um, home is where I want to be, you are my home. Beautiful chorus. Mm. Just like about a beautiful Mm. message and stuff. But it's only those three lines and then he goes back. And then he has two bridges in there that are like two minutes long each and then he does a little bit of the chorus at the end again and then they do this beautiful thing where they go home home and stuff like that and then it sounds good but it's so short and the Ah. chorus is so nice it's like i want double chorus take out one of those damn bridges i want two choruses (laughs) each time because it's so beautiful and then at the end especially with the amazing singers he had around him He could have just done so much more i felt like that's my critique of this is home anyway sounds uh, sounds like a
1: similar story with io because Mm. i felt the same way i thought the chorus was so fantastic and and then he says he's got this amazing african choir in it that joins him on the second double chorus at the at the end but this only happens one time and that's it yeah and you don't really and they're not they're not like blasting your ears off the choir you can just Mm -hmm. about hear them when you really listen to them with headphones on but they're not in your face and then the song's done, the song's done already. And it's kind of like, well, I want more of that. I oh, want well, at least a third time listening to this chorus.
0: Well, right, so okay. my, my question was going to be, so what was your favorite song or two? But I guess it's kind of hard because you're looking back, I mean, <laughs> looking back now, as having heard all the new stuff that you know you heard, but you don't really remember quite as well. Was there well, a favorite or not? I was really
1: looking for, I really wanted to like have, have I.O. to be the big crowd jumping moment but it was so early on in the set and it was still so light that mm-hmm. the crowd yeah. just weren't, yeah. weren't ready for it yet. They weren't into it yet. And I, and Peter was kind of, to a point, almost jumping up and down himself. But mm-hmm. no one was really into that yet. So I was kind of like, okay, so that was a bit of a letdown. Honestly, though, I have to say... Um, Olive Tree was, even though I didn't mm. know the song, Olive Tree. Yeah. I just thought, man, this is such again, a great to live, yeah. tune. Yeah. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be a real true moment. Um, but I think, and also for the sheer, because finally the lights were down and everything, um, I, it was to a point of goosebumps and um, tears. Uh, actually, doing in your eyes because yes. the atmosphere was insatiable, mm. and it was one moment I just looked at this woman to my to my right, and she was with her boyfriend. And yet, we just through the song, through the love of music, yep. and everyone was dancing.
0: Mm-hmm. We just
1: had this massive connection. And I think at one point we just hugged, and the Boyfriend yep. was right there. But it's like you know, no, this it's, is just it's music. Everyone's coming right. together. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was so beautiful. It was really and the, the lighting they had. This just one light on the crowd. It was. A, mm-hmm. It was a truly. That was a highlight. And a lot of um, point, a you know? nice I mean, bit of
0: audience participation too, singing along and stuff.
1: Yeah, it was truly magnificent. Mm-hmm. So that one, an olive tree. And Red Rain was just damn powerful, I have to say. <laughs> it was just a truly powerful... Monocatchi definitely plus, made, it it was, made it work. <laughs> plus, what's interesting, me being a, a drummer as well, mm-hmm. so obviously the original is so fast, then when you yeah. played it live for like Secret World Live, much faster, and then for the Up Tour, I slowed it down, sorry, he slowed it down for the Secret World Live. Up, pretty similar tempo as well. This tour I found he's... Better a little was, bit back m- up m- again, m- a bit closer oh, original okay. thing. It's yeah. a bit more. It's got a bit more of original tempo towards it, which I thought was great as well. Which they so did. He complimented
0: uh, Manukachi after the song. Just uh, and you and you saw him a lot on the camera of just what crazy drumming he was doing, and how good he was. Um, for me, it I was Io was was one I would already again. Sorry again, I, because I know all these songs. I'm coming yeah, into yeah. it. But Aya was one I was already looking forward to hearing live because of that great punchy yeah. chorus. Um, and that was yeah. really... I can't really speak for the rest of the audience because they didn't know the song, but I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun doing it. <laughs> and then um, Panopticon was the other big one for me of just with the whole with the right. big red screen thing and the eye. Ah. Yeah
1: actually actually with Panoticom, I, th- I he did talk about it in german and I, as far as i know he just talked he just talked about the song i was hoping he was going to clear up what the whole berlin lyric was about because he does actually, um, he does actually I, say i was it, gonna in ask berlin. about
0: that so it was, it was it's in berlin where all the evidence was found and... yes so i was curious to know if the crowd knew it at all never cleared written.
1: it up and there was a moment where he puts his hand up and he goes it was in berlin but nothing it was like a. Oh, okay. <laughs> Again, no one reacted at all
0: you don't know the song
1: <laughs> yeah yeah but I mean, even though this was like the, the song had been released five months prior yeah. to that you know but still i was kind of thinking like oh well you're in the city where you mentioned that lyric are you going to explain what that's all about no all
0: right anyway sorry it sounds like it was very different experiences but overall i loved it and maybe you should watch uh, I, I, one of the I, youtube it, videos if of someone of if
1: someone thing. had told me if someone said like would you go back and go to that go and watch that concert again. I would say heck yes. It was still uh, wonderful. it wonderful, great to be at that venue as well and to hit the sound was still amazing and the band was just incredible. I love the new additions he's got to the band as well, the cellist, the trumpeter, the yeah. all these extra members he's got. Right, I, it were, just yeah. it just adds a beautiful sound to it. And I wish was, I went to look up right, a lane before we, we started but I did.
0: forgot but the yeah, the cellist who did the um Singing oh. "Don't Give Up" was just was amazing. Amazing,
1: yeah. amazing, she was. Yes, that was probably another highlight as well because she was just astounding. And and you really, she really shines through. And to be honest, actually, I, I I do like the things like Four Kinds of Horsemen because I couldn't really get into it on the record, but live it really helped to watch the instrumentation mm-hmm. being played live to really hear and to go along with Cold the box. crescendoing of yeah. it all and everything. Mm-hmm. And now I listen to that song in a very different way. So. so. Yeah.
0: Well, maybe, uh, hopefully he'll release a, a DVD of it and you can experience the concert in a different way. Yes. Speaking of which, yes. though, he did announce, or it has been announced, that he will release the IO album in December.
1: Yes, yes, indeed. And actually, it's a shame your lighting has uh, changed a bit now, but mm-hmm. up until just about maybe 10, 15 minutes ago, your light, all I could see, because of you wearing a black shirt and your, mm-hmm. and your dark hair, all I could see, just like PG's recent photographs, was just your face. That was it.
0: <laughs> One, and the torture. So, which I was really happy to get, well, yeah, but, but, because it's uh, it's yes. one of my favorite lyrics from I can't remember which song it's from, <laughs> one of the new songs, but I really mm. like the lyric. So everyone was getting the general mm. I O ones, and I was like, "That's the one," because it's little. That's Insider the one. Uh, it's fantastic. Know, it's yeah. very, it's very you as well. It had to be mm-hmm. done.
1: Yeah, so we look for we look we look forward to that. and We're going to see like what kind of mixes, which mixes is mm-hmm. going to be, or is it going to be a brand new mix? Well, there is you there know, is the, the album I can not remember what it
0: is because there's the dark, the light, and there's a I don't know if it's in house in there was another mix, mix or some, some other third mix that I've talked something about something like so that. that. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, mm. So we will definitely plan. I think we're shooting for February, I believe, after our weekend dance two um episodes to do. A coverage of the album and probably talk a little more about the tour. Totally. And do that. Yeah. That'd be good.
1: Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Right. Well, this was a fantastic five minute call. Brilliant. <laughs> that went on for half an hour, <laughs> as usual. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we wish Peter and the rest of the gang the best of luck for the final days of the tour. Mm-hmm. And we look forward to our. What well, oh, it's going to be. Clearly, we know what's going to be on our Christmas list for this December. <laughs> exactly. So. He knows what he's doing releasing in december
0: <laughs>
1: very smart fellow all right well thank you for tuning in everyone mm-hmm. and we will see you all again on the very next uh, full on episode mm-hmm. right, until then take it oh whoops <laughs>